Hello, you're listening to Adventures in Sound from Folded Wing and my name is Anne Frankenstein. Adventures in Sound is a new podcast series we're launching here at Folded Wing, recorded and produced from the Premises Studios in East London. We'll explore the creative process involved in songwriting, production and performing, uh, as well as including a few little mini bonus episodes, catching up with some of our favourite artists to talk to us about their careers. This week, we caught up with one of our favourite songwriters of the last decade, Mr. Sam Genders. Sam was a founding member of the brilliant band Tongue, along with Mike Lindsay, and has a whole host of other bands, including Throws, The Accidental, and his latest project, Diagrams. We got Sam into the Folded Wing studio to talk us through his career. Episode, Episode 1 Hi, this is Sam Genders on Adventures in Sound from Folded Wing. Hello, I'm Sam Genders. I have a couple of musical projects, uh, diagrams and throws that I'm involved with. And I used to be in a band called Tongue. Uh, I'm also a songwriter and I, I collaborate with other artists and help people write songs. grew up in Derbyshire. Um, I was actually born in Cheltenham down south, but from being a baby lived in Derbyshire and especially in a couple of small villages. And I didn't have an especially musical upbringing, but there was music in the family, you know. Um, my mum had quite a good record collection involving things like, um, well, the Beatles revolver was, a, was something I really loved when I was a kid and uh, Paul Simon's Graceland. Um, Bob Marley, you know, quite a few Beatles records as well. Uh, I also had an uncle who, although I didn't really see much of him when I was growing up, he was a singer-songwriter and he used to play in clubs and on cruise ships and things. And uh, He lived out in Sweden, so it sort of kind of felt quite exotic. And he'd, he'd made his own album, like, you know, in a home studio, and there was a copy of that album knocking about. And I think that, I think that inspired me to, you know, along with the Beatles, really, to want to write songs I think my mum says that I pestered her for a you know, year or so to have some guitar lessons and some, a local friend of hers gave me some lessons and um, I, I quite quite sort of me- immediately was a really sort of lazy learner in, in the sense that I wasn't very good at practising the things that I was supposed to be practising but I did ask him to teach me a few chords so I learnt three chords and I straight away started writing songs you know about planets and aliens and uh, or, or other sort of things that a kid would write songs about and, and that I've, I loved and spent quite a lot of time doing by myself Around 2001, I moved to London. Um, I'd done various things up to that point. I'd been in bands and I'd had a couple of years 
being a, essentially a singer-songwriter playing um, just in pubs and clubs really with a, f- a few sort of slightly larger profile things but at I sensed that I wanted to do something a bit different and I was hoping to find a producer to work with who could maybe bring a sort of more interesting side to what I was doing. You know, just through luck really, through a friend of a friend, I I ran into Mike. And so Mike is a producer and a composer and, you know, he's the guy that we went on to form tongue together and it really just started he needed a vocalist for a piece of recording he was doing and I wanted a producer to try and work on a song so we we tried those things and those things themselves didn't quite click but we did sense that oh this is interesting we should maybe we should try something collaboratively and that was really a lot of fun and we felt that boy you know the music that came out of it was was interesting and perhaps stronger than certainly stronger than what I was doing by myself and yeah, we, we wrote a few songs and recorded them and sent them to Jeff Dolman at Static Caravan, which is a fantastic Birmingham-based record label that supports unusual music and small artists and a lot of people, you know, who started on Static Caravan and then gone on to do bigger things. And yeah, he agreed to put the album out. So that's kind of how Tongue began, really. The sound, I heard the sound in the beauty ground. I heard the sound, and the people gathered around. I touched the lips, I touched the lips, I touched the lips in the casino chips. I touched the lips, and the people fell in love. I suppose the first album is quite heavily influenced by sort of 70s English folk music and it's got quite a dark thread running through it lyrically. And that dark thread kind of meanders through all the music that we've made together. But I think as the albums went on, there was perhaps a bit more of a sort of pop, kind of melodic pop kind of thing creeping in as well. Because I'm a huge fan of pop music as well as sort of the sort of weird and wonderful kind of stuff out there um, so there's definitely perhaps the third album we made together has a bit more of a pop edge but it's certainly got you know some weirdness and darkness and the strangeness in there as well I felt you know kind of almost too safe in the sense that they were a very talented bunch of people and I I mean I'm not the most confident kind of person in general but I was especially not very confident at that time and I, it was kind of like it got to a point where I felt okay I can kind of sit in this kind of protected bubble and get carried forward but I'd, I wasn't I'd sort of came to a point where I felt like I needed to do something for myself and try and you know see what I could do and um that's that's kind of what I was yearning for a little bit. So, and I also around that time I started working in a in a primary school as a teaching assistant, and that was also quite a sort of mind blowing experience. It was like really challenging, and um, you know, there were, it's only a primary school, but in a fairly challenging area, and with a, quite a lot of behavioural issues and things in the school. And I was like a grown man 
working, you know, I was working kind of, I think I was full time as well as doing the band and um, completely bewildered by this job and overwhelmed by it. And I thought this is, this is probably something I should do to, you know, kind of um, perhaps de- develop a slightly thicker skin um, and, and sort of have some incredible experiences, you know. It, so that ended up being a really rewarding thing. Um, and helped build my confidence and that kind of led on to me feeling like okay it's time to make some more music now Accidental was actually actually happened around the time that the third Tongue album came out. So um, through Tongue, we'd obviously been connected to the folk kind of new folk scene and the folk tronica genre. And it, I mean, it was actually great. We were very lucky because we didn't we didn't have any sense that this scene existed before we made the first album. And I guess we just at the point that we put that album out, this kind of felt like it was becoming a thing. And because of that, we got invited to play it massive range of festivals and events um, both from the folk world and the alternative world and the sort of more mainstream festivals as well and that meant I got to meet loads and loads of people and so Stephen Cracknell um, has a project called The Memory Band which is a sort of I guess kind of alt folk project and so we played quite a few events with them and we just became friends and I think just, I don't know, we were at a festival and said, why don't we try, get together and try a few ideas? And um, we really liked the first couple of songs that we wrote. And, you know, we just kept doing it, got to a point where we'd got an album worth of songs. And um, and then we, Hannah Coughlin is a wonderful singer and songwriter as well. And Liam Bailey is a wonderful singer and songwriter. And we knew them from, from Stephen knew Hannah and I actually kind of, I know Liam from years ago, we sort of grew up in the same area. Got them on board and that just suddenly made it feel like an album and that was it really. We put it out and uh, just got off to a few shows and it was never really intended to become an ongoing project. It was just something we did for fun, but um, we had a really nice time doing it. it was quite scary at that time because I think collaboration it, it takes a bit of getting used to to start with and I think that was one of those projects that made me see how interesting things can happen when you're willing to collaborate with people there's lots of sort of you know on one hand you have to be a bit careful not to give yourself away too much when you as a musician or any kind of artist or pro- in fact probably in anything in life you know you have to hold on to what it is you want to do and make sure that the things you're doing are you're doing them for the right reasons and that you, you you're actually getting something out of it but you also I think it's important to be a bit careful of giving into a sort of like almost like an ego thing which whereby you're reluctant to collaborate and make connections because you want to be the, the guy or be the one who's recognised and um, 
I think sometimes people are a little bit afraid of perhaps not getting as much attention or recognition for what they do if they collaborate too much but I think it sort of backfires a bit because my experience more and more is that if you're willing to compromise a bit and you know try working with different people it, it, some really interesting things can happen that you that you, you have no idea what those things will be until you actually try collaborating with people I will dress well in my finest shirt I will dress finely for your birthday You sleep so quietly outside It's your birthday You sleep so As a kid, I always sort of imagined being in a band and um, it being a sort of solo project. And, um, and so I did have a bit of a dream to do it. And I guess Diagrams was my attempt to, to put something together that would be my project. It's been just loads and loads of fun. You know, I, I made the first album with a guy called Mark Bryden, who used to be in a band called Maloko. So I just used to go to his studio after work and we'd spend a few hours just having fun really and making songs and uh, and it it's definitely there was a slight bit more of a pop sort of thread in the early diagrams music which was kind of me getting out of my pop fetish you know and uh, just just having fun really and then when the album was finished full-time hobby really liked it and put it out and i got a whole bunch of people in you know to play it live so we had a big band at one point of sort of nine people i think in the live band which i've since realized is was an awful decision in terms of in terms of logistics and uh, finances but a brilliant decision in terms of having a few months of incredible good times touring uh, europe and um, doing shows and things I made another album a few years ago, um, second album called Chromatics Diagrams, which was loads of fun and got to work with Leo Abrahams, who's a fantastic producer and arranger and a really lovely guy. third album which is out um, called Dorothy which has been an especially interesting experience. Dorothy is a, is a she's actually a 90 year old lady who lives on a small island called Orcas Island just off the coast of Seattle and she's been writing poetry for years but at the age of 87 you know a few years ago she um, she actually released her own book of poems which found its way to me through a mutual friend and I found myself turning one of the poems in the book into a song and realised I'd have to contact Dorothy if I wanted to use this song and say, oh, could I, how would you feel about me using some of your words? 
and that gave me the idea of asking her if she might consider writing some songs together. She got back to me and said, let's give it a go. And I ended up, we ended up with a whole album's worth of songs. And so that's been another one of those experiences of collaborating, which was con- quite unexpected and has resulted in an album that I never would have made by myself. And yeah, it's been a fantastic experience. Wild grasses had no idea who I was no she uh, so I sent her quite a long email and I had links to sort of at that time yeah diagrams the accidental and tongue and a long rambling email it was saying what it was I liked about her poems and how I felt there were similarities between some of the inspirations for her poems and some of the inspirations for my songs and I um, gave her examples from my lyrics and stuff which in retrospect could have, could have frightened her off but I really felt there was a bit of a connection between us in terms of the things that we were interested in and so yeah she she got back and said she'd be happy to give it a go it's only light it's only So Throws began, oh, a few years ago, and Mike was living in Iceland at the time, but he was visiting London for some reason, and I was visiting London for some reason, and we had a pint, and kind of thought, oh, it's been a few years since we've worked together, might be interesting to just get in a studio and see what happened. So no real concrete plans to do anything, but it just so happened that a week or two later we both also realised that we had a couple of weeks free in our diaries and so I jumped on a plane to Iceland and spent a few weeks with Mike just having fun in the studio um, trying out ideas and within that time we actually the whole album came together really quickly and um, you know we both had a few ideas that we'd we had going into it and I, I think I guess it had been so long since we'd worked together, it was just really inspiring. And I guess we have a very easy working relationship where there are things that Mike does which I really can't do and I get very inspired by. And I think there are probably things that I do which he's not so good at and gets very inspired by. And together it makes something that we really enjoy. We had a pretty much had the album finished within those few weeks and we mixed it in London with the help of Chris Hamilton. And yeah, that was it put it out and did some did some shows In some ways, it was really just the same as it always had been. But I think there was a kind of newfound 
appreciation for each other because when Mike and I first worked together we were both right at the start of our careers really and I don't think we realised quite how rare it is to find someone who you just completely click with and are able to quite in a sort of almost effortless way it's not effortless but you know the process feels effortless in the sense that we really just bounce off, bounce off each other and um, give each other lots of ideas and it feels a lot of a lot of fun and a lot of feels easy so to do in a sense I think we both appreciated each other a bit more perhaps than we did not that we didn't appreciate each other before but we especially appreciated each other <laughs> Hi, this is Sam Genders on Adventures in Sound from Folded Wing. Folded Wing. Adventures in Sound.